0: This episode of Juice Guru Radio is brought to you by TriBest, making healthy living easy. Welcome Welcome to Juice Guru Radio. Discover what the magic
1: and power of juicing can do for you. And now, your host, best-selling author of The
0: Complete Idiot's Guide to Juice Fasting. Steve Prusak. Well, welcome. We've got a great show coming up. We've got Liv B. She's the creator and host of the Liv B channel on YouTube. Over 650,000 subscribers, over a million monthly visits, getting the message out since 2015. So she's going to share her passion for teaching people how to cook simple and delicious plant-based recipes uh, readily easily, and inexpensively and we're going to hear about her new book "Live B's Vegan on a Budget. So get yourself a tea, some water, uh, some juice. We'll be back right after this with Live B.
1: Did you know you can make a great living in the hottest new business trend today? The Juice Guru Certification Program is the world's first online course to give you the knowledge and marketing skills to excel as a juicing coach and start making money in no time. Find out more at juicecoachtraining.com
0: This is going to be a great one. So we've got Liv B here. I told you a little about her before. The new book is phenomenal. I was just looking through it before. It's Liv B's Vegan on a Budget. You're going to want a copy of this. And you're going to want to take some notes. So get out a pad, some paper, a pen. This is one you're going to really want to tune into. You can get some great tips here. Let's welcome to the show right now, Liv B. Hi. I like the way that rolls off the tongue. Liv B. (laughs) Thank you. Or it could be Live B. Does anyone call you Live B.?
1: Uh, my autocorrect does that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I thought so. Well, you know why be, live, be. I love it. B. So li- li- can, I, can I just call you live? Yes. <laughs> how did you get started doing this? Tell us a little about your journey to um, eating plant foods. Did you grow up that way? We'd love to hear about how you got to where you are now.
1: Yeah, so about four years ago, actually, sorry, about five years ago, um, when I was in my first year of university, I started having a lot of digestive problems. And I had just grown up eating kind of like the standard omnivore diet. um, And then I found out that I was lactose intolerant. So I ended up cutting out dairy. And then I also found that I had trouble digesting red meat. So I ended up cutting that out as well. And then that just kind of started me on the path to kind of transitioning to plant-based because at that point it was almost easier to just make vegan recipes because I already had cut out a lot of meat and dairy. So that is kind of how I got started. I kind of transitioned very slowly over the course of about two years. So, um, yeah, I've been vegan for a few years now.
0: And they all said you were crazy. What did they say when they heard, all right, wow, she's giving up the meat and dairy. Like what were your friends and family's uh, opinion of that?
1: Yeah, I mean, they definitely all thought it was crazy. (laughs) No one that I knew was actually vegan. I hadn't really heard of it before until I started going on YouTube and reading blogs and cookbooks and stuff that I realized that it was actually kind of a big thing. And um, there was, I guess, a word for it. Like I had just kind of been eating plant-based meals. And then when I found out that vegan meant cutting out all animal products and there was this whole movement behind it, then I thought that that was really cool. But yeah, definitely the family and friends thought it was crazy
0: at first. So what other changes, what have you noticed since giving up the uh, meat and dairy?
1: Well, my digestive problems have definitely gotten better. Um, I also noticed that I just feel overall kind of more energetic. I think that a lot of times people experience kind of like 3pm slump and I definitely definitely noticed that I had that too when I was in university but then after going vegan I noticed that my energy is just kind of more level and sustained throughout the day so that's a really big thing that I actually noticed that I really really like about being vegan and overall I mean my hair and nails grow really fast which is a good thing and a bad thing but um yeah that's kind of what I've noticed.
0: Really exciting. And you know, a good part of our audience are certified juice therapists or people in our program where they're getting certified. So a lot of them wanting to live their passion about the healthy lifestyle and create a business around it. And that's something that you're working on too. And so I thought you can share, you know, you know, however we get that message out. You chose YouTube. How'd you make that decision?
1: Well, I actually watched a lot of YouTube and I was just a fan of a lot of cooking channels on YouTube. And so when I started experimenting with plant-based foods and kind of coming up with my own recipes, I wanted to share them with people. And I was like, I feel like video is a really good way to learn how to cook. And so I wanted to kind of put my recipes out there in video format. And it was mostly just kind of like a hobby at first, honestly. (laughs)
0: I know it's just a few years ago. I mean, late 2015, and here you are getting over a million monthly uh, views. Uh, What do you think was the uh, impetus to your success?
1: Well, I did YouTube for about eight months, and I was really consistent. I was posting videos, but they weren't really getting a ton of views. But again, it was just kind of like a hobby and something that I enjoyed. And then in the summer of 2016, I posted a school lunch ideas video, and it went viral. It got like 100,000 views in a week, which was absolutely crazy because before that, I had been getting like 100 views total. So having it jump to 100,000 views on that one video was absolutely crazy. And people started finding my channel by the thousands. And so that was really kind of like how it took off. It, it got picked up from that one video.
0: Interesting. So you think about like a hot topic of what people are interested in, and it seemed like the, the timing and the school lunches and even the title of the video, how did you land that? Did you Was it about vegan lunches or just healthy lunches for the kids?
1: Yeah. So it was actually school lunch ideas in a bento box. So I didn't use the word vegan, I don't think, but the thumbnail for it, like the picture that kind of drew people in, was this really cool, kind of colorful, kind of patterned, photo that i made kind of like rainbows with the food and stuff like that so it was super eye catching and then obviously the title bento box that kind of drew people's attention as well because there wasn't too many bento boxes out there at that time i know they've gained a little bit of popularity since then but um yeah
0: Nice, and so you kind of developed. You said, "Huh, I'm onto something here." You know, I've got the, you know, I've got, I've got a theme, and I've got a graphic that I've created that really works with this. Did that lead to other kinds of viral videos from there, or did you come up with new ideas? Did it make you more creative in getting your message out in this organic kind of way?
1: Yeah, I definitely stuck to the bento box videos for a while because people just requested them so much. And I was kind of one of the only channels that was doing vegan bento box videos. So that was kind of like almost like my signature thing. So I made sure to do a lot of those because that was what people really loved. And then I had another viral video that was after school snack ideas, kind of like easy, healthy, plant-based after school snacks. And that one also caught on because I think at that time also there was a lot of people looking for school snack ideas or things to eat when you come home from school or work. So I think that's also how I kind of got the audience that I did my audience is aged 18 to 25 for the most part so it's it's people who are in college or who are in school or working their first job and they need easy and healthy and accessible recipes
0: oh isn't that funny cuz of course you know my, the people that I attract are older and already have kids so I was thinking and the way my mind was working was I was like huh, like because you're 24 and I'm like well do you have kids or you but you're actually attracting the kids, what I would consider the kids
1: Yeah. No, I don't have kids myself. But yeah, I mean, people who were my age when I started out, like they're in college and stuff, I feel like I really appealed to them because that's when I started cooking plant-based as well.
0: Right. So you can really speak to them. Yeah. And you know, your generation, you know, that generation is more open to plant foods than ever. 25% of millennials eat a plant-based diet, which I find phenomenal.
1: Yeah, that's wow. That's a crazy statistic.
0: So you've got a nice audience you can go after. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about some of the challenges, um, to, you know, to eating a plant-based diet. I mean, what have you come up against? And and I mean, you talked about the benefits before. We didn't really talk about, you know, some of the stumbling blocks.
1: Yeah, there definitely are quite a few. I mean, there's when you first go plant-based, there's just kind of so much information out there and there's a lot of stuff to think about. And it's hard to, for example, eat out at restaurants or go to people's house for dinner um, because they might not have an option that you can have unless you tell them beforehand. And I think a lot of people sometimes feel awkward or embarrassed to ask someone to make something separate for them. So I actually come up with a lot of recipes that I advise people to bring to dinners like I make desserts that are good for family gatherings and stuff so that people who are vegan or plant-based can go to a dinner and bring their own food and not have to feel awkward and it, it also makes you know everybody feel better because then they can try it and it just kind of it more so warms people up to the idea of you being, being plant-based instead of you just coming in and saying, oh, I can't eat anything here. Um, and that's kind of one of the main things that people say is like, what do I do when I go to family dinners? So I actually included in my cookbook a, just like a bunch of um, recipes that are good for bringing to gatherings or making for gatherings because that's like the number one thing that I know people struggle with.
0: Well, you and I have in common—we're both Robert Rose published authors. Yay, Robert Rose! (laughs) And um, so, I mean, I could relate to the writing of a book. What's involved in that? And uh, it's not something I really talk about a lot with our certified juice therapists or the people in my audience here, uh, which is a combination of both. But what for you? What was the process of writing a cookbook like?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was—it was actually really fun. I was kind of daunted by the idea of coming up with 112 recipes at the beginning. But once I started working on it, it was actually just really fun. And I loved creating the recipes and taking part in the photo shoot and all of that. The editing process was a little bit more rigorous than I expected. But, um, you know, we just wanted to make sure that all the recipes were perfect and that anyone could pick up the book and cook from it. So it's, it's definitely a lot of work, but it was well worth it.
0: Right well, I agree they're they are so thorough with their editing process, but it only creates a better book so yeah. good good for you and congratulations. that book actually just came out, right?
1: yeah, in February
0: awesome and um for those listening, again, it's uh Live Bee's vegan on a Budget, so we're talking about uh budget friendly recipes here too right mm-hmm. yes um and there's lots of books out there, a lot of youtubers um creating their own vegan cookbooks and things. How is this one different?
1: Yeah, this one is different, I think, because I, I mean, when I first started cooking plant-based, like I said, I was in college. I didn't have a lot of disposable income. So I really made really good use of my ingredients and I tried really hard to stick to a budget. So I think I just have a lot of experience when it comes to being plant-based on a budget because I lived it myself for a few years. So um, I just find that the recipes in the book, they're they don't use any weird ingredients or things that are hard to find because I find a lot of cookbooks that other YouTubers have come out with. I mean, they're amazing and their recipes are incredible, but they are a little bit kind of intimidating for people who might be just starting out or people who live in a place where they can't really get these fancy ingredients. So mine just uses basic ingredients that you can get at any grocery store and you can still be on a budget and cook all of the recipes from the book.
0: And it's a beautiful book. It's also available on Amazon or we'll have a link for it under the show notes for today's show under Juice Guru Radio. So you can grab it there. Uh, what's the best way to check out your website, uh Liv B?
1: Yeah, so it's I T S L I V B. I-T-S-L-I-V-B.com.
0: And of course, on YouTube, we can just search Liv B? Yeah, yep. Okay. That's the best way to get in there. And we'll have some links under the show notes for that too, guys. So don't even worry about that. Uh, so let's talk a little more about the business and where you're going. Um, are you? Uh, what are your plans for the future with all this? Have you got the book out? You got the YouTube channel. What are you thinking about? What's next for Liv B?
1: Yeah. So I mean, if it if the possibility arose, I would love to do a second book just because this one has been already received so well and people really love the budget aspect. But I'm also just focusing on budget recipes on my blog and YouTube um, just because I know that it's so relevant to a lot of people. Everyone loves saving money. So um, I'm kind of just focusing on producing really good content. And then I also... I mean, this is... Not in the works yet, but I would love to eventually have maybe like a product line of kitchen equipment. That's been a dream of mine for a long time. So kind of just putting that out there, hoping that it'll happen.
0: Love that. And you know, the other thing is like the quick and easy people love the quick and easy, um, you know, vegan foods, like uh, a friend of mine, Mark Reinfeld did the 30 minute vegan series years back. And that was like his best-selling book. So did you ever think of going down that route too?
1: Yeah, I definitely I definitely do that on my channel already like my youtube channel Um, I love creating recipes that are for example, like under 10 minutes or under 15 minutes because I think You know, everybody's so busy. I think that that's really really Um, just something that's super relevant to a lot of people
0: And um, so is this your full-time thing?
1: It is. Yes.
0: And so w- is it? And I would. I, I imagine it's not in your bio here, but imagine that getting this message out um, is really is your passion, right?
1: It is. Yeah. I mean, I started this before I knew that it would turn into any of this, and it was still kind of like my core reason for starting it. And I still feel that every single day I wake up just so excited to kind of spread the message and help other people who were where I was once was um, just develop a love for plant based foods.
0: And how about just with the entrepreneurial journey, the ups and downs that come with that? Um, any advice for those looking, you know, that are building a business and, you know, and they're like, yeah, all, she has millions of people, but, you know, here I am with, uh, you know, five views from my parents. You know, I don't mean it like that, but, you know, any advice for those that are out on the entrepreneurial journey that are trying to get their message out and, and uh, you know, it, it's not always easy.
1: Yeah, no, it's not easy. And it's, I mean, it can be a little bit intimidating when you look at people who have attained what you eventually want to, but you have to remember that they all started exactly where you are. Everybody starts on YouTube with zero subscribers, zero views. So if YouTube's where you want to be or social media, you just have to be really consistent and really kind of know your why. Like, Make sure that there's a reason that you're doing it because that's what is going to help you make the best content and be consistent. But I mean, just like if I mean, whatever your entrepreneurial dream is, it's just working at it every single day and being consistent because that is how you are going to improve the most and just like have the best overall experience, I would say.
0: Yeah, and what is your plan to, um, you know, I, I don't like to use the word monetize, but um, you know, you, you've got the YouTube channel. Are you doing uh, online courses, things like that? What's your vision for that?
1: Yeah, so actually, a bulk of, the bulk of my income comes from YouTube. I work with different brands to promote their products or um, whatever services they offer in my videos, and so they I have a lot of sponsors for my videos. And then I also earn money on the ads that play before YouTube videos. So it's kind of like you earn money based on how many views you get, and that's where the bulk of my income
0: comes from. Beautiful, and uh, you know, basic influencer kind of strategy. Yeah. Um, And when you look down the road, do you plan on expanding into any other arenas? Do you ever think about doing live uh, events, speaking from stage or, you know, just I'm not putting things in your head. I'm just wondering what other things you'd like to do to reach more people and keep getting your message out.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, I just started a podcast um, back in January, and that's been really, really fun. And I know that there are a lot of people who have podcasts who eventually go on tour and do live shows. So if it ever got big enough, and there was a demand for it, I would love to do some live shows kind of tour around, maybe go to the US and do some shows there. That would be really cool.
0: Awesome. Well, let me know if you need a juicing expert. Let me know. We're always, um, I'm always willing to get the message out there. (laughs) But any final words of advice to those that are, um, you know, new to the journey, new to the eating plant-based? Because not everyone in my in our program as certified juice therapists are uh, eating plant foods. And maybe they're listening to you right now and saying, yeah, maybe I want to give this a try. Any final words of advice or anything we didn't talk about that you want to get out to the audience today?
1: Yeah. I mean, my advice to anyone who wants to start out eating plant-based or who wants to eventually go fully plant-based is to just start slowly. I mean, you can start with doing meatless Mondays and just trying, you know, one recipe a week, and then you can up it to a few recipes a week. But starting slow and making sure that you are going at a pace you're comfortable with, not putting too much stress on yourself to do it all at once or to cut everything out and then be kind of lost. Um, I think the way that I did it with a very slow transition is why I could stick with it. And I think that a lot of people who don't stick with it, they might just get overwhelmed or they, they just feel kind of daunted by the whole thing. So starting slow is always my, my best tip.
0: And finally, your final words of advice for those that are, uh, you know, working to get their message out to an audience, you know, living their passion too. They know their why. Any final words of advice to them on the, you know, entrepreneurial journey?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think my my best advice is to just not get discouraged. I think a lot of people might feel like it's oversaturated out there or there's too many bloggers or too many YouTubers. But I think there's honestly a space for everyone, especially if you are super passionate about something, because that's always going to show through and people are always going to gravitate towards someone who's really passionate about what they do. So just keep at it and know that there is a space for you out there if you choose to Kind of live out your dreams.
0: Love it. Words of advice, right there. Uh, Liv B, right here on Juice Guru Radio. Liv B, thank you so much for being on the show. It's a lot of fun.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. I'm Steve Prusak and we'll see you next time.
1: Thank you for listening to Juice Guru Radio. Find out more about us at JuiceGuruRadio.com. Until next time, get your juice on.